0: And welcome to A My You. My name is Noel Fulham. We're continuing the celebration of the 35th anniversary of The Karate Kid with our next guest, Rob Garrison, who played Tommy from The Cobra Kai. Now, Rob had one of the most memorable lines in the movie, get him a body bag. We talk about the evolution of that line and whether it's haunted him to this day. He also had another memorable line in that movie, and we talk about that as well, we talk about his experiences filming the movie, his thoughts on the TV show Cobra Kai, which the second season of the show drops on YouTube today. Very excited. And Rob also was in another 80s classic, Iron Eagle. That was the movie that Johnny was watching in his apartment nonstop. So it was kind of a nice little tie in there for Rob. Super nice guy. And I hope you enjoy my conversation with Rob. And helping me relive my youth today is Rob Garrison. Rob, how are you today?
1: Good. How's everybody out there?
0: Oh, I'm sure we're all doing well, and this is the you know, 35th anniversary of The Karate Kid, and um, in your wildest dreams, do you think we'd be talking about this movie?
1: No, no, It's uh, it's been an amazing gift, that movie. I met Billy, Billy Zapka, who plays Johnny, he's my best friend, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those things, and all the other guys, we, we still get together when, when I'm in L.A., and it's just like we're, we're all brothers. All
0: right, so what are you, what are you up to these days?
1: Um, I moved back here um, before my daughter was born. Um, I live in Wheeling, West Virginia now, which is where I grew up. Um, we thought it would be better to uh, raise a child here than in Los Angeles. And uh, I wasn't working much as an actor anymore because once my hair went, they didn't know what to do with me. So <laughs> I went into... I went into managing restaurants, and then I moved back here and managed <laughs> a couple restaurants. Then took my pension from the Screen Actors Guild and retired. And I got bored, so now I work at a, a big um, box um, store, um, uh, managing that. And uh, it's uh, you know got bored, and so I thought I'd start there, and now I'm ended up managing um, a department in that store. So that's what I'm doing
0: right so when you uh f- are you originally from West Virginia you said right
1: right yes. you know, I was born yeah
0: in right so how did you how'd you make your way out to LA was it just strictly for acting yeah
1: I went out for acting I uh started acting in high school and then went to college at Ohio University and uh had a full scholarship there and then um, got my first movie while I was there, a movie called Brewbaker with Robert Redford. Oh yeah, uh, and um, got that, and that got me my Screen Actors Guild card, and so that made it a lot easier. When I graduated, I went right out to L.A. and got a job on a got a pilot for a TV show uh, right away, and then started working, and uh, and that. That was how it all happened. And then in a year and a half, I got a Karate Kid. And that made my career take off for about five years. And then it kind of petered out after that, which is fine. It happens to a lot of people. And, um, you know, just uh, worked here and there and did a big thing, not a lot like I was doing. And then got into the restaurant world and met um, my ex wife. And, and we had a baby and decided to move back here.
0: Right. So what was the, um, like, the audition process like for the Karate Kid? Karate uh,
1: Kid, I went in and uh, you go in and you, you read for a casting director first, and then she recommends you to the director. And I went in, I was um, I auditioned for um, the role of Johnny. Okay. And um, uh, it got down to me and Billy, and uh, then they gave it to Billy. Um, we were in there like four or five times together, and that's where we first met, and we've been best friends ever since. Um, but you go in, and you you know, you know, just you read for the director, and hope they like you, and I knew he liked me right away. And, uh, most of the, like the character of Tommy, um, hardly anything was written for him, and um, John Alveson and the director, just he trusted me to. To bring him to life, and that's what I did. And I'm, I'm, you know, in the long run, I'm glad that I got to play Tommy because I was much better for it. And Billy is as incredible as Johnny. I don't know if you've seen Cobra Kai or not. In oh this yeah. series, but it's, uh, yeah, it's it's just it's
0: such a phenomenal show. So I'm hoping to get on that at some point. Yeah, I was going to ask you if they, because um, I'm, I'm sure they're going to keep going as long as they want because the the, the fans and the interest is, is totally there, and they can kind of touch upon every uh, every storyline. Um, now with uh, with Tommy, you, I mean, you you were perfect. I mean, like you said, you know, there was a lim- I guess limited you know role for him there, but uh, you made it your own, and obviously the lines that you had. Um, you know, speaking of, you know, get him a body bag. Was that solely um, improvised by you on set?
1: Uh, no, it was not done on set. It was done three months later. Okay. Um, if you watch the movie, you've never seen me say that line.
0: You right, right.
1: Say, yeah, afterwards. And uh, the director, John Albertson after he had edited the film, um, needed a line, you know, so they, I went in and we did what they called looping or ADR. And you stand in a booth and you watch the movie, and right where he wanted the line, you he hear three beeps before it, where the fourth beep's supposed to be. And he said, I trust you, Rob. Let's drop things. If not, I have a few ideas. And um, on the very first take, right after that third beep, I just went, Get him a body bag! And that's how it all came about. It's uh, I'm known for a famous line that was never in the script. So.
0: And yeah, because, like,. If you look at like say Empire Strikes Back, one of the most famous lines was, you know, Harrison Ford saying, I know to carry Fisher and that was totally improvised too. So it's you know yeah. it's just something, you know, clever. Um so yeah, also they had like i mean, was that you saying it or or was it uh Ron, you know, uh no mercy, way the fist right before the crane kick. That was looped in too, right?
1: Yeah, that's that was Ron.
0: Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And then another one of your famous lines, and I, I had to buy the t-shirt because it's a classic line, was the take a, take a worm for a walk week.
1: Right. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting story there, too, because I fought John, the director, all the way through to we um, filmed that scene. I said, I hate that line, Can We just not use it. And he says, that's going to be a memorable line. You just don't realize it, because it comes out of nowhere, and it creates an awkward moment and it's going to be something that people will remember and I used to fight him almost every day I'd say please change that line to something else and he'd go no not going to do it so then we filmed it and um, it worked out great but uh, it's funny that one of my favorite lines was my least favorite line when we were making the movie
0: right what does it even mean do you know no it's just
1: uh you know when you think of uh of uh, Daniel as a worm, and right. I, just, I must take a worm for a walk Yeah. Um, the good, good thing is, is the other guys, they kind of played it, but like, what does that mean to So if you see their faces, yeah. and then when I, when I think their reaction is like, well, that was pretty fun.
0: <laughs> yeah. How much, uh, or if any, karate did you know before filming the movie? I
1: knew mean, not. Uh, right. And, uh, but we rehearsed for two months beforehand, and everything was choreographed. And we worked with the, uh, a real sensei who taught us the basics. Um, only, um, only Ron Thomas was the only one who had any real karate um, training. Um, the rest of us all kind of learned it right there on the set.
0: Yeah. Do you, you learn from uh, Fumio Demera? Is that who it was? Uh, no, that was. Uh, Oh,
1: that was, um, Harold Dowd who did that. Okay. Um, we, we learned from Pat Johnson. Oh, okay, was, yeah.
0: Who was a referee, right?
1: Chuck Norris and stuff. And he, he's a great guy. We saw him about two years
0: ago. Right. And, like, when you guys were filming, they, they kind of kept, like, the Cobras away from Pat and Ralph, right? Kind of, kind of build oh, yeah. up tension, yeah?
1: Yeah, they didn't want us to be around, um, Pat or Ralph very much, um, because they wanted to have, they wanted us all to form a bond, which is obviously what happened. Um, and also, they didn't want us to be around us because they didn't want us um, friends too much. Now we're really great friends, but back then he didn't want us being around him. And Pat, we Pat we hung out with more than Ralph. Right. And Lisa, Shu, we didn't hang out with hardly at all. Um, and we didn't hang out that much with Priest, either, except when we were training. Okay. Because uh, the director wanted us to have respect for Priest and not um, have a, you know, a, it's great, because we're all just great. You
0: know. And um, one of the things like John Albertson did a lot, obviously, was he filmed all the rehearsals, and there's a lot of it on YouTube, and especially the tournament scenes. It's basically like you guys went through a whole separate tournament. And I just watched it recently, and it was like, It was really fascinating just to watch, um, just, you know, the motions and everything like that. They had a thing with, uh, Chad McQueen who played Dutch. He kind of got disqualified going after, you know, uh, one of the other opponents. It was really fascinating to watch.
1: Oh, yeah. It's, uh, John was great that we had a camera in his hand at all times, just a regular video camera. And he would, uh, try and find every angle that he needed for every scene and, uh, he would rehearse things over and over so he could get a different angle on stuff. And, uh, I think that's why the film is so well edited. Right, and I mean, he knew exactly what he wanted when when we went to shoot
0: day one. He knew exactly where the camera was going to be for every take. So right. And the whole "get him the, a body bag" line. How um, how many days can you go without someone like telling you that?
1: Uh, not very. I get it all <laughs> the time. Right. Right. You are. Uh, uh, if people recognize me, they always recognize me for that line more than anything.
0: Right. Was there ever a point that you just like I just can't hear this anymore? Yes. Right. It was.
1: Yeah. Now you know there was just a point where, you know, when you're an actor and you're working a lot, and then all of a sudden you're not acting anymore, it's kind of like you just don't even like hearing about anything you acted in before. So I went through a few things like that, and then one day my dad said to me, "You know, you should be proud of that. It's something that." People will remember for a long, long time. I thought to myself, "Yeah, I guess I should." And then my like, attitude started to change, and you know, and now I completely embrace Karate Kid and uh, I love the Cobra Kai series. I can't wait to be on that; it'll be it'll be great.
0: You know, they say it'll happen. So, yeah, it would be great to you know to see you again. And we kind of saw it in the Cobra Kai reunion like maybe about what 10, 11 years ago in the Sweep the Leg video which is absolutely fantastic. Uh, how did that come oh, yeah, about?
1: That was, that, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. You, you know, I had so much makeup on to make me look really bad. <laughs> um, but uh, like a loser. Um, but it, it was it was a, a great time. I'd moved back here then, and they blew me out. And we filmed it. You know, it was directed by Billy. Right. And, you know, it was just—it was great. It was, it was great to, because I think that, that was probably the longest we
0: all went without seeing each other, and we all got to to be a, be a part of it. Yeah, it, it was—it was great, and it was an interesting choice to put uh, what, Dennis Haskins to play Mister Belding as kind of the Mister Miyagi character. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the um. The, the sequel, you know, Karate Kid* Part Two, starts off right after the, you know, the tournament. And I heard from John Alvinson in an interview once that the beginning of that movie was supposed to be the original ending of the original Karate Kid*. Right.
1: That's absolutely correct. And then they they decided to cut that scene. It's in the original script.
0: Right. But uh, then when we got started getting rewrites, we realized that scene was gone, and John wanted it to end on Rob's face, or I mean, on Todd's face. Yeah, and it's like, I, I mean, I'm not really the biggest fan of the sequel. I mean, there are certain parts. I mean, the first five minutes I love because it's the direct continuation of the original. I kind of thought that maybe the third movie should be the second and the second should be the third. I figured maybe it would just flow better with the whole Crease storyline.
1: Yeah, it would have been... Um, that, that's kind of a, a long story, too, because um, the three was supposed to have Crease in it a lot more, but... Um, Marty was doing something
0: else at the time and could only come in at certain
1: moments. Right, film things. So, but um, I, I don't know. Karate Kid, II, I liked. I liked it better than Karate Kid
0: Three. But uh, that's just because I, I just know certain things that I can't say on the podcast. <laughs> gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but right after Karate Kid, um, you're in, in another one, a fantastic movie, also with a uh, Cobra Kai alum, Larry B. Scott, uh, Iron Eagle. Which is yeah yeah, which is a fantastic movie. Uh, any good stories about doing that movie?
1: Uh, no it was it was a lot of fun um, most of the stuff we did was out in the desert um, you know doing the, the snake run and all that kind of stuff on the motorcycles and in the planes and uh, it was very windy. I remember that and they had to tie. tie her hair down with like these heavy, um, like weights so that the hair wouldn't blow sideways uh, because it was so windy. And we all, it, it was so hot. It was just a really, really hot four or five days there. And, uh, we were miserable out there. I mean, we had a lot of fun, but it was, uh, spending a lot of time on the chain. Um, you know, and, and that was a lot of fun to do. Too. Was, uh, and Sidney Fury, the director, is, right. just, he's wonderful. And uh, a really good man who knows everything. Jason Gedrick, very first movie, he was brand new green. And, um, didn't really know what was going on, but
0: he did a great job. Yeah, yeah it, was a, it was a great movie. But, um, Rob, thank you for a few minutes today. We hope to see you maybe season three of uh, Cobra Kai.
1: Uh, well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming. I uh, hope everybody
0: has enjoyed it. And a special thanks to Rob for joining me today. Go check out the interview I did with Ron Thomas, the first one in the 35th anniversary celebration of the Karate Kid. And be on the lookout for more in the near future. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'd appreciate it. I'm at the first one 19 Be sure to like the page for Living My Youth on Facebook. Go to iTunes, check out all the past episodes we've had. While you're there, please rate and review the show. If you don't have iTunes, not a problem. The show's on SoundCloud, it's on Podbean, and it's also on Spotify. On Spotify, just search Living My Youth, all one word. Go to tpublic.com for all your Living My Youth merchandise, hats, onesies, sweatshirts, stickers, phone cases, whatever you need. We'll check out the next episode next Wednesday, and we'll see you then.